now, coming to you live from Huntsville Attic Studios, it's Pop Culture Philosophers, and here are your hosts, Rockin' Robbie Billups and John Hammertime Holshue! Hey everybody, it's the Pop Culture Philosophers, coming to you live from the Huntsville Attic in beautiful Huntsville, Alabama, the Rocket City. I'm excited for tonight's episode, we're going to talk talking about sports, not Though the sports album by Huey Lewis, despite the fact that one of my favorite songs is I Want a New Drug. It's on that album, by the way. Go and check it if you don't believe me. Go Google it. So I'm excited to talk about sports. We're talk about our favorite sports films, some of our favorite athletes, some of our favorite athletes on film. I am John Hammertime Holshue. Joining me, of course, Rockin' Robbie Billups. Hey, everybody. I'm super excited for the show, man. I, I'm not a yeah. big super sports guy. There's a couple sports I do like. I okay. thought, well, this isn't going to be an exciting episode. I was wrong. Go back and looking at some of my favorite sports movies. That happens a lot with some of the some of the things you come up with. Like, hey, we should do this for an episode. I'm like, I don't know. And then I start looking into it, and you're right. When yeah, you're right, you're we, right. We got to do the sports movies podcast. Yes. So I think it's going to be a good episode. You know, I think, you know, and it's crazy to me that you said that you're not a sports guy, John, because to me, you are a sports guy. Like me and you have talked about sports. We've talked about football. We've talked about baseball. We've talked about basketball and hockey. I know you're not as much of a basketball guy, but you've watched basketball games with me and you were like, you know what? Yeah. There's something to this game. Yeah. The playoffs and March Madness. Yeah, and I'm also a big Olympics guy. I know you like watching some of the Olympics I as well. I love fencing. And you love racing. Yeah. I love auto racing. Yeah, so, you know, I'm Maybe excited. I'm a sports guy. I'm excited to talk about some of this stuff. And and no matter, and here's the thing, John, right? Even people I know that are not sports people, for instance, Martin Scorsese. Did you just do air quotes that nobody can, yeah. <laughs> nobody can see? Yeah, but you can see, right? <laughs> Even Martin Scorsese is not a sports person, right? And he made Raging Bull. That's true. And people that are not sports fans love sports movies, right? And that's, that's why we're talking about it, right? Yeah, there's something you can relate to because... Some they're compelling. There's there's going to be. Uh, it's one of those things that's easy to transition to film. Oh yeah. You know maybe it'd be an underdog or whatever. So there's there's sports makes a good transition to film. Yeah. About sp- famous people or uh, you know whatever. I or, or schlubs. Yeah. Speaking of schlubs, <laughs> we've got with us tonight Drew Manson. What's going on, everybody? We also have Mike, the voice Matthews. Hey, hey, everybody. And, you know, Mike, and, you know, a lot of people may not know this. A lot of people are new to the channel, new to the, the podcast, the website, and all that stuff. But, like, back in the day, this show kind of was, like, originally called the Smiler Rell Show. And Mike, the voice Matthews there was the host. And one of our first ideas was sports movies. And it's taken this long, John. It's taken, like, what, eight, nine years? There's been several things that's taken, yeah. taken a long it's time. It's taken a while. There. Anyway, I'm very excited, John. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about, you know, uh, well, sports on the big screen um, and not just movies, but like we said, athletes uh, on on film and as well as uh, uh, some of our favorite teams. So I think the concept of bringing sports to the big screen uh, can be compelling. They can, you know, they can bring something that some stories can't. Um, so what to you, I'm going to start with Drew. Tim, you, what to you makes a uh, compelling sports movie, or why? Why is sports so compelling? Why? Why make? Why make a sports movie at all? The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, the human drama of athletic competition, the wide wide world of sports. You can put any any sports story has typically any of those, and it's instant drama. No matter no matter what, it could be any any sport: MMA, boxing, uh, baseball anything because most of these stories are inherently the hero's journey in them too 
So no matter what, you have a basic story already being told, whether it's real life or uh, fictional. And a- anything of that, like you already have the drama from it being sports and athletic competition, and then you c- and then you add a story to it, it can just get even better from there. Okay, okay. Mikey. Yes, sir. What do you think? Compelling. Why sports on a big screen? Why does it work so well? Why are we drawn to it? Uh, I mean, Drew pretty much said it all right there. I mean, that's a pretty there solid we go. answer. End of episode. I mean, Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, I mean, you can, I mean, everybody loves the loser and wants, wants to watch somebody come up and then watch the bad guy fail. And you, and that's, that's the good and evil of it. I mean, that's probably one of the easiest things that you can do in a sports movie. Yeah. Yeah. Robbie, why a sports movie? Why a sports podcast? It's exactly, well, because we decided to, but, but basically, yeah, it's all the same stuff. I mean, first of all, they celebrate our favorite sports. Oh, yeah. You know, so people that like sports, they celebrate it, and they celebrate the good aspects, and they celebrate the bad aspects. And, like, there's good sports movies that, like, you know, that, that make you feel inspired and stuff like that, and then there are sports movies that you're like, whoa, uh, I don't like baseball anymore, right? You know, stuff like that. But they do, they do inspire us, and like Drew was saying, they follow that hero's journey. They follow that simple easy structure that that most films that are successful follow and a lot of like seriously some of the greatest sports films out there have been some of the most successful films of all time mm-hmm. rocky yeah you know what i'm saying so like they do that and also sometimes i really think that we enjoy sports films because they provide us into like a a sneak peek into the realism of it you know like i know for instance one of my favorite sports movies i love so much because it feels so real and sometimes the best sports movies feel real you know, I, you know, even if it's not real, it feels real. Like Raging Bull, boxers will tell you that's not how boxing is, but it feels like boxing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess, too, people yeah, that want to see more into the sport, I see that. You can get a behind-the-scenes. Yeah, um, and, you know, in certain films. Yeah, in certain know. films. But, but mostly, saying. I think they inspire us, man. And, and like, I think that's the biggest thing is they, they, like Drew said, they follow that hero's journey, like, better than anybody else. The underdog, the call to action, um... The wizard, that's yes, the coach, the coach yeah. you know, and then and and then the battle up and the mountain, they climb it, and then they get there to the big final fight. And of course, we'll talk a lot about this later on, right? But what about you, John? What makes them so compelling to you? I think I think you're right. Um, either an interesting story, or because I've definitely watched sports movies of something I'm not interested in. What's that movie I watched a hundred times as a kid? The one with the figure skater and that guy who was a hockey player. The Cutting Edge. The Cutting Edge. And I meant like. Earlier today, me and Mike were talking. He was like, "Aren't there more Olympic sport like movies?" And then I couldn't think of it, but I thought of it before. I almost texted you, and I was like, "The Cutting Edge is an Olympics movie. <laughs> There's got to be more than cool runnings, right?" <laughs> Miracle. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, uh, no shit. <laughs> well, hey, you didn't mention. <laughs> no, you're well, right. You're I was, right. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of like summer, the summer. Oh, Olympics. summer. Uh, cool oh, runnings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I like. I, I do, and especially the, the underdog story, I think, is great because people who aren't necessarily athletic can be like, oh, this guy worked hard and got, you know, they oh, can yeah. more identifiable than the the big jock who yeah, is absolutely. naturally athletic or whatever. So, yeah, definitely. You know, speaking of sports, uh, let's just go around the table. What are your favorite, What what is your favorite sport and what's your favorite team from that sport, Mike? Uh, I guess I'm going to go basketball on this one. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, I found out today Mike played basketball. No good. It blew me away. Yeah, he's a tall guy. I see that? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. just I just thought Mike was a football player, and so I always I always think of people as one sport people. Not everybody Foot- can be Bo Jackson or Deion Sanders, you know. Foot- but Mike, the voice Matthews. 
Football, basketball, baseball, swimming, diving, uh, soccer. I want to see you dive. Uh, I, I want to see you do some diving shit. It's been a while. <laughs> Let's go to the natatorium or whatever. The, Dodgeball, water polo. They call it the aquatic center now, don't they? Anyway, Mike, yeah. what's your, fa- your, your favorite sports? Basketball. I'd say basketball. And your favorite team? Uh, the Phoenix Suns. Ooh. Wow. suck. <laughs> Suns what, out, nowadays, guns out. But the Barkley days, you know? The Barkley days was good. The Steve Nash the days Nash was days. good. Didn't yeah. he beat Godzilla? Yes. He did. There. I mean, you can't. book, he, yeah. Championship or no? <laughs> he beat Godzilla. Godzilla. So there you go. All right. What about uh, uh, you, Drew? Favorite sport and team from that sport? The favorite sport is football. <clears throat> the, probably an easy guess if you've ever seen a picture of me. Uh, favorite team, New England Patriots. Oh, the Patriots. Have they uh, ever won P- anything? P- These P- Patriots? Who are they? I didn't know sports at all until I moved to the South, essentially. Like, I'd, I'd watch, like, the Super Bowl and every now and because everybody does. Yeah. And and in the South, like, football is much, much, much larger than what I was or what it was in Pennsylvania where I lived. And we had to uh, – I had to learn how to play it. So I just watched a ton of football just because I had to learn how to play the game. And the, the story of, like, Tom Brady, like, no nobody wanted – almost went undrafted – and like, but something like Bill Belichick knew it's like, yeah, we're just gonna keep an extra quarterback because we can't lose this guy because we. He what know college he had did he go to? Because I think it was a pretty good college. I'm sure he is a Wolverine. Oh, Michigan. is he? Now? Is he? <laughs> you know, um, there's not a lot of movies that that have. I I can't think of many movies that like feature the Patriots. But uh, like, how do you think about football? And so, like, how do you think about movies? How do you think they've represented football correctly? Yeah, I mean they've. Uh, a few a few of the movies have treated like the concept of a, of a locker room uh really well and some some of them like i don't know if there's a complete show the the positive and the negative aspects of the locker room like the replacements like that's a very fun movie and then there's uh other things like uh Brian song you can have the the positive the positive like uplifting it's like that's a big movie dealing about race relations and then like there's uh Friday Night Lights. There's a lot of negative stuff in that movie, or uh, a bit like any given Sunday. Yeah, any know? given Sunday. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of same. Friday Night Lights and Varsity Blues. Are Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues has the worst adults in any movie. Yeah, they do. The worst, <laughs> absolute worst. Uh, Mike, I know you said that the Suns were your favorite basketball team. I don't know of many movies with the Suns. But what do you think about how basketball movies have portrayed the sport? Uh, I mean, it's it's been pretty solid so far. There's it's the the guy that's you know, kind of the Tom Brady story where it's just like I'm on this team and I'm gonna turn it around and you know it's. Eh. Do you think I Space have, Jam was the most realistic basketball movie, ah, like closest see, to the sport? The the problem is, is I just got done, like like when you said the mess, like where's everybody at? I was in the like at the end of Hoosiers, so I was I wanted to rewatch that real quick. So oh, like, you were cramming. So, and then it's, yeah, you were cramming. Well, we talked about it earlier. And I was yeah, we did. Like, we talked a lot about Hoosiers today. All right, John, and, I, and that's and oh. I get that's kind of what it is. Is you got the uh, you've got the coach that comes in, and the town doesn't like it. Or but that could be in any that could be in anything. Like any player can come in in any sport and turn it around. Oh, any yeah. coach can come in. Like it's it's part of the whole thing, right? Right. Yeah, John, what's your favorite sport and team from that sport? I think I know the answer. I was going to say uh, uh, street hockey. Huh. 
Now, uh, baseball. I love baseball and Detroit Tigers. Oh yeah. So and they they have made so there are some Ty Cobb documentaries. There's a Ty Cobb film. Yeah. But the two that stand out in my mind are the For the Love of the Game Sam Raimi film with uh, Kevin Costner. Um, and then there's a film that was actually a made for a TV film called Tiger Town, and it's actually got Roy Scheider in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From Jaws. From Jaws. And at the end of the movie, after he wins the big game, he he stops a shark in Detroit, in downtown Detroit. (laughs) In the frozen frozen river. Was it it Oliver Stone's Miami Sharks? Yeah. (laughs) So... uh, so, so Detroit's been, I think, the the very little they're showed on yeah. film. It's okay. positive light, but they're not in movies as much as, say, the Yankees. Well, you know, I'm right there with you, John. Baseball's my favorite sport. It's my favorite team is the Yankees. Most people know that. Um, they're usually the villains in movies. Yeah. Things like Major League, for instance. The and Indians Major, have Major to League beat. 2. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's always the Yankees are the villains, and that's fine. But there's also movies that really celebrate the legacy of the Yankees, like Pride of the Yankees, about Lou Gehrig, Gary Cooper in that film. You know, a great film. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a back and forth, just like Drew was saying about football. Like, the Yankees are kind of represented kind of evenly. You know, the the love and the hate are both equally represented. And I think baseball, in, in general, is represented very well in sports, John, don't you? So the Yankees are the Patriots of MLB. Yeah, I guess so. Just over 100 years instead of 20. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they were the bad guys in For Love of the Game. Now they remember. Remember that, that game he's playing, that big game is No, I the really don't like that movie. Well, it's still the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's go. Sam Raimi's best film. Yeah, that's not, yeah. Tr- that's yeah, not true. But that's the not cool true thing, at all. The best thing about sports is is they really have some of the, the most exceptional athletes, obviously, <laughs> are in sports. Yeah. Well, I even take for granted, that's, like... That's my segue yeah. into your segment. <laughs> I mean, I... I was watching baseball the other day, and you take for granted, unless there's a crazy play, how athletic these guys are in baseball, because baseball is not the most exciting at times. I think it's exciting. I think people, or some people attribute it to golf, and that's not true. But when you do see some crazy plays, especially short stops and stuff, man, just athleticism. I mean, there's a reason they're in the major leagues. Web gems. So I'm a big fan of... uh, athletes that make that transition to film even if it's a small part so i'm wondering who are your favorite athletes are that have made it to film uh besides i know everybody's gonna say oj simpson besides oj simpson (laughs) okay we're gonna cut oj out of this whole thing so who are your favorite athletes no i'm not (laughs) that have made it to film even if it's just a bit part um that stand out in your mind that are great on, on on the big screen drew what about is there any Patriots? Oh, wait. I think Tom Brady's been on it. <laughs> Tom Brady has been the subject of a sexual assault in Ted 2. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've got Rob Gronkowski and random appearances like the Entourage movie. Oh, he was in Family Guy, too. I, I knew you would bring up Family Guy. He's great in that. That's a hilarious episode. And no, the uh, but the Patriots, some of my other uh, favorite athletes, and I mean, of course, Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Uh, Ray Allen and he got game. I mean his great his great uh, his great uh, soliloquy. It's like I'm getting there when you. Oh, that's not. No, no, no. You're not supposed to read that. Uh, look up the Ray Allen tweet. If you're <laughs> that's, a, that's a good movie. No, <laughs> don't look up the tweet. <laughs> don't look. You're don't look. Up, it might change a little bit. <laughs> no, don't look up. It's not from He Got Game. Uh, but no, it, that's a that's a great movie. But you can find them. You can find Kareem. You can find. Uh, Kareem and Airplane? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Enter the Dragon. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then just ran- random appearances. Like, whenever I see one, I'm always, I mean, Kevin Nash <laughs> in uh, in John Wick <laughs> is always just one that randomly, like, wow. Yeah, I've man. always liked The Undertaker <laughs> in Suburban Commando. Yes. Nash again in, uh, oh, crap, Punisher movie. Yeah. The uh, What about you, Robbie? What are some actors, I'm sorry, athletes that have, have appeared on the big screen? Well, and, my uh, first one would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. What? He's been on film? Yeah. Believe it or not. <laughs> Him and, and the other person I want to mention is from Predator as well. It's Carl Weathers. Oh, Carl he Weathers. He played football for the Raiders. And for Michigan State? Or was it some other team that I don't remember? Probably. some co- He played from college, obviously, if he played in the NFL. Carl Weathers there. Um, Jason Lee. Skateboarder. Jason skateboarder. Lee was a skateboarder. Yeah. Yeah, right? A great skateboarder. And, and I don't know if this really counts because not maybe an athlete per se, but someone definitely involved in the sport. Bob Euchre. Oh, yeah. In Major League. Yeah, yeah. yeah. basically reprising the role. As the announcer. Of, yeah, as the announcer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's great. He's, his commentary, first off, he just seems like a, a fantastic person, but he's just so funny, and he just adds makes the movie yeah. even better. He just adds so much to it. Absolutely. And who doesn't like, uh, is it Brett Favre that's in uh, There's Something About Mary? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. You can't not, not like him in that, though. <laughs> yeah, he's, right. he's such a nice guy in that. <laughs> yeah, right. And, of course, Babe Ruth playing Babe Ruth in Pride of the Yankees is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Is that cheating? Playing <laughs> yourself? <laughs> just a little bit. What about you, Mike? Uh, athletes on on the big screen, ones that stand out, ones that you, uh, that you like. Uh, to keep the Predator train rolling. Uh, we, we forgot to mention Jesse Ventura. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? No, I didn't forget. Oh. <laughs> you saving that one for me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was saving it for you. You should go into politics. <laughs> uh, the other one is uh, Mike Ditka from Kicking and Screaming. Yes. Guys, he's yeah. the coach. Yeah, the, yeah, dude. I was going to mention that because I think that's... It's that's freaking the, Mike Ditka. The freaking... You know, is it a kid's soccer team? Is that what it is? I'm trying to remember what yeah, it is. Yeah, kid's soccer. soccer. It's been a while since I've seen it with Will Ferrell, right? Yeah. But it's so great that he plays himself, and he's funny in it too, it's man. Bad news bears, but it's soccer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I was going to add uh, the greatest, one of the greatest, not Tom Brady great, but you know, not Babe Ruth great. Well, no, it's football. <laughs> it's uh, Terry Bradshaw in Failure yeah, to Babe Ruth was a great football player <laughs> oh too, you know. <laughs> that movie, Matthew McConaughey, Dark Times. <laughs> Are you talking about We Are Marshall? No. What did we talk about? I just heard Matthew McConaughey in football. I'm Terry sorry. Bradshaw was in Failure to Launch. The the him and uh, oh I never Sarah saw that Jessica yeah Parker yeah movie. I never saw that plays the dad is that a sports movie <laughs> it's not a sports <laughs> movie but it's a good it's got Terry Bradshaw in it. Terry, Terry Bradshaw, Bradshaw. Yeah. Terry what's Bradshaw? the one where he's the dad they think he's the dad it's got Owen Wilson in it and that one's pretty funny where they're okay anyway <laughs> <laughs> he's oh he, he's in a bunch of Terry Bradshaw's in a bunch of and, stuff and real quick um one of my favorite cameos was uh, Derek Jeter getting shot. And the other guys, <laughs> he's only in yeah, it for like. Right. Three I never, seconds. I never saw that. That's it, that's a great movie. That Michael Keaton is the so damn good in that. By the way, they sidetrack. Michael Keaton steals the damn show. Have Anytime. we done a Michael Keaton podcast? We should do. Oh, Michael God. Keaton should get his own podcast. Why did you mention that? It's just John. Why did you mention that? <laughs> it's just John. We're gonna um, go for an hour and a half on Michael Keaton. Yeah. So we're gonna end the show Mr. here, Moore. and then we'll start the <laughs> Keaton podcast right now. Um. I'm going to throw mine out. Uh, let's see. A uh, bunch of them we've already mentioned, but uh, Mike Tyson and the Hangover movies. That animated show, by the way, is hilarious with him. Mike Tyson Mysteries. I don't oh, know if it's still yeah. on. Yeah. Funny as shit. Uh, Andre the Giant and the Princess Bride. You know, one of my favorite movies. And then probably the the greatest 
appearance of an athlete of all time would be Dan Marino in Ace Ventura <laughs> Pet Detective. <laughs> Laces out, Dan. Laces out, yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of great athletes on on the big screen, and uh, I'm sure we'll get many more, and I'm sure we left some out, so comment, it, comment below once. Uh, was Dan Marino also in Bad Boys? Was Man, he? I don't know, dude. I fr- I, Way to derail I, the I show. Hate, I hate Bad Boys. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're ready. making to, a Bad Boys 3. We're ready to end the segment. Yeah. Mike comes in. Hold on a second, guys. Let's talk about Bad Boys. So when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be talking about Michael Keaton movies. <laughs> no frill. We're going to talk more about sports, including our favorite performances in sports films. We'll be right back on Pop Culture Philosophers Sports. Welcome back to Pop Culture Philosophers. We're talking about uh, Roman Polanski's... No, no, we're talking about sports. <laughs> People are like, what the fuck? <laughs> to? Roman Polanski. <laughs> um, no, we're talking about our... This whole, uh, mo- this whole podcast about <laughs> Chinatown. Yeah, it got dark. Real. What about Gung Ho? Um, Michael Keaton? Yeah. <laughs> Don't distract Michael him. Keaton. No. <laughs> so like I said, we're talking about Michael Keaton movies. We've lost everybody that's just <laughs> tuning in. <laughs> Except Michael Keaton. He's been If he's listening to the show, he's like, what? What's going to come up? Yeah, Pierce Brosnan and Michael uh, Keaton are listening. We're talking about our favorite sports films and our performances in sports. We just talked about favorite athletes on the big screen. Now we're going to talk about a favorite performance in sports film uh, by an actor or actress or actor or <laughs> or Michael Keaton. <laughs> no. Um, I'm actually going to start with Mike this time. Uh, some of your favorite performances, uh, ones that stand out in your mind uh, as you know, in sports films. It doesn't have to be an athlete. can be a coach. Anything in a sports-centric film. Ones that stand out to you. Your favorite. Man, I just forgot I just forgot the guy's name, so I'm going to go ahead and jump to Rocky. Oh, um, yeah. I thought that was a great You're talking one. about just Sylvester Stallone's role as Ad. Yeah. yeah. yeah and he's, he's great. <laughs> in every single <laughs> in that universe, he's good. Yeah. Even in, even in the Creed movies and in his... <laughs> The oh yeah, I was happy to see him reprise the role, and I thought the Creed movie was was great. Is that Michael B. Jordan? Yes. Talk about yeah. athlete with a great athletic name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's okay. great though. He was great. He was a great Johnny Storm. I'm getting sidetracking here. Uh, the though I just found it. It's Randy the Ram from the Wrestler. Uh, the Mickey Rourke. Oh yeah, Mickey Rourke. That's, oh, that's the Wrestler. A, that's oh a yeah, solid A for p- yeah. performance. What right a, there. Yeah, that's what a great the type film. of performance that you're looking for. Yeah, or, or this is what this is about. Or Am I wrong? No, that's yeah, that's that's okay, that's hard to match. That's sort of like one of the, you know, I think he's underrated as an actor, and he came out. That's that's like, you know, his, you know, he out of the park. And you oh. meet some of those old 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 wrestlers, and it's kind of like, oh, what? That's he pretty much nailed it. And then, uh, the, pain, that, that, the pain, the pain that they go through. Everybody having to ice it up. He was so upset and so beat up and so torn up that he decided to attack Iron Man. That's how upset he was. <laughs> What about you, Drew? Uh, I already na- nailed it. Like uh, Sylvester Stallone in any of the Rocky movies. Like some of the like later number ones, they get a little campy. But uh, like even in Rocky Balboa, where he's like the first of like the old old Rocky, like the "That's how winning is done" speech is re- is really cool. And uh, in Creed, like he's like co- so broken down and going through cancer. And Michael B. Jordan is incredible in that movie. Uh, 
from Brian Song, James Kahn, is really good in that. It's Brian Piccolo. And let's see. I'm trying to think. You say Piccolo? Yes. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> I just think it's cool. It's no, you didn't. You didn't. He never. I, he never got to see. He never watched. Yeah, it. I, I uh, still. I still haven't seen Brian's song. Oh uh, no! Yeah, that's that's his last name. <laughs> no, he's it's like Piccolo. It's not Song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Brian J. Song. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but they're they're scattered all over the place, uh, and uh, Dolph Lundgren as the, the perfect intimidating villain oh, in yeah. the Rocky movies. Oh my god! Rocky yeah. and Creed. If he lives, he lives. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren, man. Yeah, I just remember how skimmy, skimmy, <laughs> scary he was. Skimmy? And how I thought as a kid that was like every Russian guy probably looked like that. Oh, yeah. But I guess they were kind of going for that, you know. You know. Well, it was the Cold War. Yeah. <laughs> Cold War bad guy. What about you, Robbie? Um, my first one I'm going to say is Susan Sarandon from Bull Durham. All right. I is love that, her is performance. Is that where her and Tim Robbins met? Because they're married. They are. I wonder if they met uh, on the set. You hear about these people meeting on the set. It, it might be. I don't. I. I. I can't off the top of my head think of a movie they were in together before. That might have been. Or it. maybe they did the movie together because they were already together. Maybe they met at a party in Hollywood or something. We don't live there. We don't know what the life is like, right? If you're listening, Tim, call me. Yeah, like, let us know. Um, so I'm going to say that. I'll also say Pat Morita from The Karate Kid. Oh yeah, very good. Right, and this is amazing performance from Hoosiers. It's a double tap right there. It's Gene Hackman and Dennis Hopper, both amazing performances and both may- amazing actors. Yeah, and maybe not an acting performance, but one of the best performances in sports movies across the board is writer director Ron Shelton, who did Bull Durham, he did um, White Men Can't Jump, he did Play It to the Bone, he did mm-hmm. Cobb. Who's done more great sports films than this guy? Right? Yeah, he probably has more under his belt. Than most people. Yeah, under his belt. He's got more under his belt than Michael Keaton as far as sports films go. Okay. I didn't know we were going there. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) what about you, John? So I would say Batman, Batman Returns. Oh, I'm on Michael Keaton thing again. (laughs) Of course you are. I would say, let's see, my favorite, um, Robert Redford and The Rookie. Love Robert Redford. Just a great actor. A lot of things, I think a lot of people were naming in general are just phenomenal actors. Like you said earlier, Dennis Hopper, one of the greats. James Caan, one of the greats. I mean, you guys keep naming actors, but these guys are just far and above, you know, one of the, some of the greatest actors ever. So, obviously, they do a good job in sports films, you would hope. Like, man, he was a great actor, but he sucked as a boxer. You know what I'm saying? You don't hear that. Um, uh, Charlie Sheen is the wild thing, man. What an iconic role. And I'm not a big Sheen fan, but you know what? I love me some wild thing and some hot shots if we're going to be Yeah, right. Them. And then... Uh, I know you said you weren't a big fan of For Love of the Game. It's not my favorite sports movie. I just brought it up because the Tigers, you know, it's a Tigers uh, movie. But uh, I think Kevin Costner does a really good job. You know, he does a great job in most baseball films he's in. And he's in yeah. like half of them. He's in a lot. It's in his contract that every other film he does has to be baseball. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love how we're taking three movies and really kind of like over-exaggerating it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like three. One that I was told that had to be mentioned was Air Bud from Air Bud. Ah, the first <laughs> the, one. Yes, the no, dog. No, no other Air Bud has ever been better than the original. Air <laughs> than Bud. the original Air Bud. He doesn't hold a candle to Spud, Spud McKenzie, didn't he who's also, not an athlete. <laughs> didn't he also play baseball? 
Dude, he's, yeah, he's in played basketball, everything. Ba- every sport. He you played know, football. Or, or golden some, receiver. Some golden retriever variation. <laughs> some golden retriever variation. You know, of course, these sports movies have some of the greatest performances, but they also, really, we were talking about why they're so compelling. And a lot of the ideas that we mentioned, I want to talk about real quick. Let's talk about the tropes and the themes and the motifs of a sports movie. Sound good? Yeah. Nah. So, what is your? And there's a lot of things we can talk about, right? Drew, I'll start with you. What is to you the most common trope in sports films? Oh, underdog. All right, <laughs> thousand percent underdog. But it, it, you're right. Yeah. But, but why? Why? Why do we? And and it's, it's it's in so many of them, right? Why do we care so much? And we mentioned at the beginning of the show that we love sports movies and they're compelling because it's about the underdog. Why is that important to people? Because the vast majority of us are, I mean, when you're a peak athlete, you're like 1% of a 1%. Like, they're so rare to actually prof- to play professional sports. You have more, way more in common with Rudy Rudiger than, say, uh, like Andrew Luck or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. Born, born and bred for this exact thing. I think mo- most people are closer to Rudy Giuliani than that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be close to Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, what was the Mark Wahlberg movie? Invincible. Invincible. Actually, Invincible. not yeah. bad. It's the Philadelphia. It's the Eagles, right? Yeah, it's yeah. the Eagles, Eagles team. Yeah. You know, and that's the whole idea behind Rocky is the underdog. Yeah. Like this dude yeah. is picked out from all the amateur boxers in Philadelphia because Apollo Creed's um, opponent had to drop out, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like. And, and you think it's because I, and I, I'm right there with you, man. I think that almost like most people I know, most dudes I know, I will yeah. say, will, will have some story where they, they, they legitimately think I could have been a star in said sport. If I hadn't sprained Except, my ankle that one yeah. time, right? yeah. If it wasn't for that coach that hated me, mm-hmm. <clears throat> if it wasn't because I was on this crappy team, if it wasn't because I hurt my ankle, yeah, I got some girl pregnant, so I had to drop. <laughs> right. There's always, there's always something. Yeah, they would have been a great athlete. There's every, Just a Bruce Springsteen. Everybody, right everybody's there. an Al Bundy, right? You know, yes. in a way, right? <laughs> and I think that maybe that's one of the reasons okay. why we root for that underdog. I also just think that even those that don't have that, 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 that connection to sports, they, they love that because. People themselves, like we all individually feel like we are the underdogs. We oh, never, yeah. f- nobody feels appreciated. Nobody feels like people completely 100% know what they're capable of and what they're going to do or that they believe them or anything like that, right? Well, you know pe- what I'm saying? People want to feel that they can do anything and you're literally watching a person accomplish their dreams in these movies, yeah, which, is, which is a cool feeling. And you want to see the average Joe beat the hell out of the Tom Brady. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, even if, even if you like Tom <laughs> Brady, <laughs> no, Tom, the, the Tom Brady or the Yankees yeah, or, yeah. or anything Cowboys. like that, right? And that's why I think the Yankees are portrayed as the villains is because they're known as this like super successful team, even though there have been times when they have not been. Yeah, no, it's not a good time to be an, a Yankees fan in the or 80s, a Tigers fan for instance. Right now. It's a good time to be the Yankees fan right now. I was just gonna say that <laughs> anyway, at the second, yes, yeah. But anyway. Um, what what are something what's something else, Mike? Let's talk about it. Another trope aside from the underdog. What you got? Uh, I was gonna say fish out of water. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you get I, I can throw back to what I said earlier. Like you get the coach that come in that come in, the player that comes in, now the family of, that moves in. A lot of the times with the coaches, what I see is is the coach that never made it because he was an alcoholic or because he couldn't control his emotions, and then he has to come back, and now he's able to like. Like in a, a situation like Hoosiers or the Mighty Ducks, right? right. We oh, have yeah. a coach that's been disgraced, which is coming back to like 
to like earn his redemption. In right, and, it, and like I said, it's fish out of water, but he's also, I guess you could call it a redemption movie, too. But yeah. the fish out of water is a good one, too. Where yeah, we're cutting talking edge. About like Keanu Reeves, for instance, in The Replacements, uh, D.B. Sweeney in Cutting Edge. Was that who yeah. played him? Yeah, yeah it was <laughs> D.B. Sweeney. Wow, I'm really proud of myself for pulling that one out of my hands. Not if he was a D.B. Cooper, completely different guy. <laughs> yeah, right. I was going to say, in Fire and Ice, where the two, Will Ferrell and that other dude. Uh, have Blades, the, and Blades and Glory. Blades and Glory. Yeah. Blades and Glory. With a Napoleon Dynamite's his name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what about you, John? You got a trope or uh, uh, something like that you want to talk about? I was going to talk about the underdog. Have we talked about that yet? Yeah, we did. Good bit. About, well, what do you oh, want to say? Wait a minute. About? So if he transforms to a dog, to a superhero, why can't his costume be form-fitting? I'm talking about underdogs. Underdog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> why doesn't his costume that's, that's the fit? Best, that's the best troll of the night, John. Why does it... Ca- well, first, um, yeah, we kind of talked about it. So, well, And we also talked about, and this goes to the replacements a little bit, the, the misfits. Yes. Or bad news yeah. bears. So besides yes. the underdog, or or like you were saying, the the L- lovable loser. The, yeah, yeah. And you get the misfits like, oh, these Major guys League, can never bad news bears. Yeah, these guys are a bunch of losers. They never amount to anything. They're replacements. Oh, yeah. now they're at the Super Bowl. Oh my God, no one expected yeah, this. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's I want to get your opinion on this one. What about everything about the underdog and 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 the sports movies that really do that the best? Hoosiers to me is the best example of this trope: the big game. That big final game when it comes down to a last second victory, which is also replicated in movies like The Karate Kid. A last second victory. Mighty Ducks. Yeah, right? Warrior is a good example of that, too. The underdog, but why does it always come up to the big (coughs) game? Obviously, third act blues, right? Yeah, you get down there and... and, uh you got to get them something to fight for. If you're like, these guys are the best, and they came, they're underdogs, and they came to be the best in their division, level four, <laughs> they went to the local championship. Nobody wants to watch that. Yeah. So Everybody you wants do want to see them. Yeah, or at least you could do a film where they win the local, and then the next sequel they go to the state champion, the next one they the go. The major league. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. you can move it up, and it works with major league. Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. Um, which one do they fight the Russians? That was two, wasn't it? It was two. Yeah. So it goes from, yeah, to fighting, yeah, the, the bad guys again. Yeah. I thought it was weird that Dolph what, Lundgren was on the other team. <laughs> Isn't he too old? <laughs> you know, one of my comic book projects replicates the story structure in the Mighty Ducks yes. like to a T. Yes. Well, one of, one of the things, Rocky is a good uh, example of that too, because yeah, he, doesn't, he, he doesn't win at the end. I mean, he doesn't. But he's still, it's still the big match. And, that, and that's why Rocky is so different from most, you know, and... uh. So along with the comeback and the, and the last second victory and all that stuff, another thing is the course the training montage. You oh, know, yeah. like everybody's got that. Rocky's probably got the best. You know, when he's like, yeah, you know, going up the steps and the where where's he at in Philadelphia? The steps of the what? What is it? I forget the square. Or whatever. The art museum. I don't know. Is it no, Liberty Square or something like that? I don't know. They even right. do it in Punch it, Out it when you're up. training. You're running behind that. You know what I'm saying? They they kind of. Yeah. You're running in New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Join the Nintendo yeah, Fun Club today. Dun, 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 little dun, little dun, Max following the coach. He's running full jumpsuit. You know, absolutely. You know, and all these tropes exist in film because they exist in sports in real life. And that's why I love sports documentaries. Yeah, and that's why we can identify with them, you know, because, hey, I could be that guy. And that makes some great documentaries. So there's a tons of great sport do- sports documentaries out there. I would notably is the ESPN has that thirty for thirty, mm-hmm. which I thought there was just thirty. No, they do thirty every season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just kept going. So there's eight million. Like, no, we're doing thirty seasons, thirty thousand, yeah. dog. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like 
just 30, but they kept like, doing it. We're doing it 30 doing documentaries it. for our 30th anniversary. This that episode, is, the guy is, that sells hot dogs at Wrigley Field. Right. Like, we ran out of sports players. He's we got have a real to go. story. Yeah. No one can I, handle I, a wiener I, like him. I want to know about the guy who sold hot dogs for the longest amount of time at Wrigley. I want to know that, John. I did read about a guy who did sell at Wrigley, and he was fired because he refused to give people ketchup. He's like, ketchup doesn't go on a hot dog. And he only gave him gum, but it wasn't Wrigley's. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. <laughs> and it was already, it was ABC gum. It was already chewed. Yeah. It was like, here's some Trident. Yeah. <laughs> here's some Bazooka Joes. It comes with it, the comic I strip. Heard, I heard it doesn't come with the comic anymore. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. doesn't. I heard you, it gives you a, a website to go to. to what the fuck? <laughs> you, the comic strip. <laughs> God damn it. Tops. Isn't it Tops? Yeah, tops. well, well cr- uh, Cracker Jacks just give you like a, uh, like a like an app to download to play a game. Like that's all Cracker I Jacks heard do that anymore. Some people will get an app and then some people get spiders. <laughs> the I haven't Jacks. done that oh one. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's hard. Never eating Cracker Jacks again. Um, yeah, there's some great documentaries there. Uh, I was going to ask you some of your favorites and ones that stand out in your mind because there are, there are some great ones. One I saw recently, and I'll bring it up in a second, that... I loved. So what about documentaries? I'm going to start with uh, Mike. Mike. Okay. Documentaries. Any any ones, favorite ones of yours that you've seen uh, recently or really love? Man, the 30 for 30 is pretty good. Um, There's tons of great ones. And I've watched I, stuff like athletes I don't even give a shit about. I've watched like, oh, what's his name? Dude, Steve I, Harvey? No, it's not Steve. Mar- Matt Harvey. I, yeah. His kid. That was the one you watched <laughs> when I was in the hospital? Yes. Yeah. It was great though. Dude, I like the Randy Moss one. And I never gave a shit about Randy Moss. Yeah, he's so good. But his documentary was awesome. Yeah, yeah. The right and I was like, damn, I understand Randy Moss now. So what should, we said the 30 for 30. Is there any that stood out or I can't remember, one that you really I, loved? I, I can't remember if it was HBO or 30 for 30. You might know. It's the U. Oh, that's the original 30 for 30. It's, yeah. it's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's, that's one of my favorites. And then one that doesn't get a lot of credit um, because it involves skateboarding, but it's Dogtown and Lord of Z. Oh, yes. Like in the summer stuff. They like did. Those, they those did obscure. a movie too. They did an actual yeah. movie, like a scripted film. Yeah, I think Heath Ledger was in. Heath that Ledger one. was in yeah. it. Yeah. But the documentary is really interesting of how like we skateboarding the way it is today is because of these guys. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just one of those like, oh wow, I just thought it all started with Tony Hawk, but then it didn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> he definitely helped though bring to the mainstream. You know right. what I'm saying? A lot. He was the Michael Jordan of skating of the N64. <laughs> oh, yeah, they had all those damn games on every system. And did uh, did you ever watch the U? I saw it back in the original days when it first released, but I haven't seen it since. Okay, good. You being a Cowboys fan, you really need to watch it if you haven't. Yeah, I got you. So, they did then, a good one on it. What's the dude from Oklahoma? Boomer? Well, no, what's his name? God. This is some. This is some. Just people listening are just fucking. Hold on, by Let's the move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then a uh, quick shout out for Murderball. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Thanks for bringing yeah. that up. The one with the 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 wheelchairs yeah. playing. Yeah. 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 I remember watching that back in the earliest. It was fucking brutal too, in the, man. In the earliest Netflix days, I watched that shit. I got yeah. the DVD sent to me in the mail. <laughs> DVD in the mail. They still have that. I didn't know they, they did do. that. It's still. like DVD.com or something. Yeah. Like I'll that. try to. W- look something up the other day and they're like we don't have it we can send it to you i'm like what the fuck yeah well, they, <laughs> what they have everything if you just want them to send you a disc anyway let's move on <laughs> speaking of sending me things in the mail drew <laughs> told you you weren't supposed to talk about that <laughs> uh now when i think about sports documentaries like one other than uh the 30 for 30 which i want to talk about uh uh hoop dream stands out a lot yes. I, yeah because it is because I, I watched it again today. I'd seen it before. The 
it was only planned to be 30 minutes and to be put on like uh, uh, PBS. Wow. But they shot so much, they ended up having to edit it into a three-hour movie, and they actually released it. You know, it's considered by most people like one of the greatest sports films of all time. Sports films, one of the best documentaries. And here's the thing. It did not get nominated for best documentary. And it was so outrageous. Like, I remember like looking up at it, it's like Roger Ebert was furious that it didn't get nominated. And it actually forced the change of how uh, nominations for documentaries got done because they actually like looked at it and it's like there's like a small percentage that gave zeros to every film except for the ones that they wanted. Wow. And it skewed all of the voting in it. But other than Hoop Dreams, which is an incredible like long story of these two kids trying to follow the model of Isaiah Thomas and it not working out for them and it's very brutal like showing their life all the way through uh through their journey. The other one that I remember when it came out a year or two ago uh, it's a thirty for thirty. The two bills. It was. Yeah. Were you on it, that, Robbie? Sorry. <laughs> no, the. Uh, it was like every football person, like even tangently close to football, went insane because it's the story of Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick, who coached. Uh, he uh, Bill uh, Belichick coached under Bill Parcells uh, for the Giants, and then they had a long story where they followed each other around uh, with the Jets and like and. Bill Belichick retired, like, scrawled on a napkin, like, I resign as head coach of the New York Jets and, and things like that. But the thing is, like, they do not talk ever in the media anyway. And the fact that, that they were both able to sit down and talk about their history and, like, they had a very, pu- not public, but very clear breaking off from each other when they were, like, a father and son type deal. And, like, they were, like they had, like, their first game together after their big thing, they didn't talk to each other didn't handshake didn't see each other and the fact that they were going to talk and go through their entire history was so nuts to to even imagine and it was it was incredible because they're two of the best coaches ever and at the at the end like i I loved it because i'm a patriots fan they like they were in the giants locker room and it's like oh yeah so many great memories and they're like Oh, I think they want us to go into like the Jets locker room, and they were both like, "Oh God, no!" <laughs> it's like let's end it on a good note. Oh man, it's just one stomp on the Jets. It's them pouring gasoline. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're leaving a good note, guys. Uh, did I ask you already? No, you haven't. <laughs> what about you? There's Documentaries a, that stand out. There's only one for me. It's Ken Burns baseball. Ken Burns baseball. Ken Burns baseball is not only. Like so good at like if you want to know the history of the game and the history of the MLB, watch that that documentary. But if you want to know why baseball is so important, why baseball is the best sport of all time, definitely check it out. I love it. I love it because they interview players, they interview writers, and they interview people that were impacted by the game. Whether they're they're writers or whether they're poets who are writers as well, I guess, and uh, or if they're actors or performers or anything like that. Like, I absolutely love it, and it really, like, paints an entire picture of the history of America through baseball. America's uh, pastime, right? Baseball. Well, it used to be. I would I, say it still is. No, I would say it's social media is now. I can back Robbie up on that one because I went to the Hall of Fame, the Baseball Hall of Fame, and it's pretty much like walking through the Ken Burns documentary. It's just, amazing, dude. Just to get to the Hall of Fame to see everything. So I, tr- I try to watch it every year. And I did this year. Yeah. It's a good way to I get into the baseball season. What about you, John? 
Um, the one that stands out that I watched recently was uh, The Return, and it's about Ford going back to Le Mans. So they built the Ford GT to go back. They did it very quickly, in a matter of months, because they wanted to go back because it was the 50th anniversary when they won Le Mans, because they won Le Mans in the 60s. There's actually a good, great uh, documentary about that as well. And there's that movie coming out that's Ford versus Ferrari that talks about that with Christian Bale and yeah, Matt Damon. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that, and yeah. I was like, this is totally a John Yeah, film. and it looks great. And uh, so they did a documentary that actually does follow them as they're building the new Ford GT and when they're going back. And they do, in fact, beat Ferrari again on their anniversary. So it's pretty cool to see them make that car so quickly. And people talk about this car because the Ford GT is a phenomenal car, and it's like $450,000 like the base price, and it goes up from there. And they were talking about the price of this car, and then people are like, oh, it's too overpriced or whatever. But the only reason they're building it is because they have to build so many to race it. They have to, you know, they're in a certain class. Ford does not give a shit about selling that car. They have to build it so they can race it. They just want to go back and race it. And I think that's pretty awesome that they're <laughs> excited and passionate about going about racing. You know, we were talking about racing, right? And, and, and aside from that brief moment that you were talking about racing, almost everything else that we were talking about has been a baseball film, a football film, a basketball film, maybe a hockey film. Um, there are a lot of other films. We mentioned them briefly, like Cool Runnings, for instance, about bobsledding. Oh, yeah. Are there any sports out there that you, and we're running low on time for segment two, but like, is, if, if there, is there anything out there sports-wise that you would like to see utilized more often in film? Mike, let's start with you. Uh, I'm I'm gonna make it quick. I've got two, uh, curling and disc golf. You got one of mine, curling, and I want I have an idea for a disc golf film. It's a documentary that's like set today, but it's filmed as if it's from the '90s and it's very extreme. <laughs> I would watch and, that. And I, I want to do I've, that. I've got an, I've got one too in my head. Yeah, yeah. So. We should we should collaborate. Wait, is curling that thing? Looks it's like more they're modern. Cl- they're mopping. Is that the one, yes. the ice thing? And curling's on my list because curling is intense as fuck. I'm not even kidding. Curling is a great sport. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, next Winter Olympics, we're going to be doing some hanging out, my <laughs> okay. friend. And what about you, uh, Drewski? <laughs> I almost uh, said Johnski. <laughs> Drew Johnski. No, the, uh, the one that I think will start to gain more prominence is, is MMA, mixed martial arts. Okay. Because, yeah. like, you get a uh, warrior, which I th- like a ton of people liked. But there aren't a ton of MMA movies, and I think that their deal with ESPN now that they're like all of their events are on their streaming service that it's going to be a and they're talking about a lot more a, lar- a larger platform that there are going to be more because it's like boxing except you can kick people in the head and make them tap. Yeah, right. Yeah. What about boxing you? except you can kick people in the head and tap. Yeah. I hope they change their motto to that. No, I think Joe Rogan has been quoted saying that exact phrase. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> what about you, John? Um, I used to fence, so I'd love to see more fencing yeah, you, in film. Did you read that comic book fence? I didn't. You should. And I will I actu- check it out. I actually think that would be a great adaptation to do. Okay. About some competi- competitive fencing. Yeah, it's an Olympic sport. You don't see it. I mean, like it's in one of the James Bond movies for two seconds. Like it's yeah. featured in stuff, the little pieces, I mean. It's in some episodes of Star Trek, The Next Generation, yeah. because Picard is a fencer, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Just so you Our know. A new Picard show is coming out. Yeah, I'm very excited. I hope we see some fencing. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's why I'd like to see get more representation in film. For me, like Mike said, curling. That'd be, I think, you, I think you could make like a Brewfest bench warmers type movie about curling, mm-hmm. right? Like a Bad News Bears. Okay. Mighty okay. Duck you curl. got me. You got like me. A cool, a cool runnings curling. Yeah. I would like, speaking of cool runnings, I'd like to see more Winter Olympics done and on film. My, uh, like not just ice skating. When are they going to make a hockey movie? <laughs> well, not just ice, <laughs> not, not just ice skating or hockey, but like speed skating, speed skating, the Sk- luge. 
Skeleton would be nuts. What's that skeleton. one where yeah, they right? like go head like, first? Scary shit. What's that one where they ski and then they shoot shit? Uh, oh yeah, the biathlon. Yeah, yeah. biathlon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? Right? I would watch that. <laughs> what was it? Long jump though, with the long ski jumping. But the other one is one oh, that yeah. the other one is one I have an idea for. I have a I have an idea in my head called Princes of the Universe, and it's about air hockey. Oh boy! <laughs> and I really think that and yeah, the the title completely comes from that Queen is song there like from air Highlander. Tournaments? Was, was that was that? There yes. are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We we me and Robbie dove hardcore into this like. Well. We, we for play, about a day. Yeah, yeah. I used to be really into air hockey, and I'm still pretty fucking good. And Mike can attest to that. And I can yeah. also say that surprisingly to me at the time, because I have a big ego when it comes to air hockey. Mike held his own, but I did whip his ass. Yeah, I should mention two that I, <laughs> you the best two out of three. Yeah, you know? but I should you know, mention it was there. definitive that I I stumbled <laughs> upon this uh, uh, arm wrestling documentary about oh, this uh, vegan over the yeah. top. And it was about a vegan, and it was actually really good. And he was kicking their ass, and they're like everybody underrates, you know, under, you know, thinks I can't be tough because I'm a vegan. Dude, he was kicking some ass. I follow some vegan bodybuilders on YouTube, like John Venus, and yeah, they, yeah, well, John they're just Venus doing just other supplements. It's not like you can't get protein from other, you know, what I'm saying I mean, you can it, get protein from, from beans. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's yeah. vegan professional Peanuts. wrestlers. So. Oh yeah, oh absolutely, you know. But they'll never compare to the greatest arm wrestler of all time. So we've talked about our favorite sports documentaries. fly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick to interject. You Why talk- does Mike always do this? <laughs> it's me. He's like, oh, um, the segment's about to end. Volleyball and uh, Mariah, whatever that book was from Image. Mara. Mara, yeah. Like, the Brian Wood book, yeah. yeah. Why haven't we seen any like anything like That's that? That's also futuristic volleyball. Actually. Yeah, but just yeah. volleyball. Is it volleyball, volleyball against It'll robots? Top Gun, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that whole trailer pissed me off. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. Everything about that trailer pissed me off. The inaccuracy... The Ludicrousy and Tom fucking Cruise. Anyway. You go and watch the Mission Impossible <laughs> movies, my man. <laughs> I will. Anyway, Those we'll be great, back. <laughs> We've been talking about our favorite real-life sports documentaries, our teams, our performances, all that stuff. Now we're going to get to the meat and the potatoes. We're going to be asking you, hey. the listeners, what are your favorite sports films? And we're going to reveal our top five, individual top five favorite sports films of all times. When we get back here on Pop Culture Philosophers. Sports. Welcome back to Pop Culture Philosophers. We're talking about sports, films, and our favorite athletes on uh, in those films. Uh, now we're going to actually, I think Robbie, I think you reached out to the old social media, right? Asked people some of their favorite sports films. Oh, you know it. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were going to say something <laughs> I else. Got nothing, I got nothing. I was hoping you would share those with us. We went on there to the Twitter and my personal Twitter, and the Rock and Robbie. But we also asked, most of these answers came from the PCP Army, which is the official Pop Culture Philosophers Facebook group on Facebook. I heard the PCP Army is building up uh, a weapons cache to go to Area 51. Is that true? Yeah, you know we are. And then Loch, <laughs> Loch Ness right after that. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm, can, I, can we skip to Area 51 and go straight to Nessie? I'm right. more interested. <laughs> First of all, we got Jake N. on Twitter saying, Warrior, Blood of Heroes, or Best of the Best? Best of oh, the Best. I love Best of the Best. 
Jeremy Habro said A League of Their Own. James D said Long Yard, the OG version. Oh, Billy yeah. W said Space Jam. Adam L said Slapshot. Declan said Mighty Ducks, but when I asked him personally today, he said Field of Dreams. No, The Sandlot. But weeks ago, he told us The Mighty Ducks. He probably had to think about that. I'm like, man, I, there's so many good ones out right? there. Thaddeus House said Sandlot. Paul E. said Rocky. Matt G. said Balls of Fury. Matt H. said Field of Dreams. Ross said Benchwarmers. Brian W. B. Dub said Mystery Alaska. Great film. Dylan said Field of Dreams. Um, Richard said The Natural. Alan said Major League. Jelani said Sandlot. One of my favorite things about this, John, is the uh, variety, the the, the plethora of, of responses we got. These are all so many different movies, man. And I love that. Liam said Varsity Blues. Hunter said Dodgeball. Justin said Cool Runnings. That's why he's not on the show tonight. Chris <laughs> W. said The Bad News Bears, the old school version oh, of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Claire seconded Cool Runnings. Wow. We have two two Cool Runnings. David Hatch says Death Proof. Okay. Paul D. said Shaolin Soccer. Jake from Comics Academy here on YouTube said The Extremely Goofy Movie. Ah. Actually counts. I guess. In a way. In a way. In a way. Leslie says the that major means cars counts. And Sabrina said League of Their Own. And the best answer we got of the night was from Adam Bryson, our good friend over at Kitten Puke. He said Running Man. And I thought that was the best answer because it is you're right. That's a sports movie. That's awesome. Yeah. It's the best answer all night. Thank you guys for checking us out at the PCP Army on Twitter at the PCP Show at the Rock and Robbie. And of course, just on Facebook at Pop Culture Philosophers on Patreon at patreon.com slash PCP. And of course, YouTube.com slash Pop Culture Philosophers. And MySpace. Oh, wait. No, we're not on MySpace. No, we're not on there anymore, but we are still on LiveJournal. Is MySpace, is MySpace still around? I don't, I don't know. I don't, okay. Didn't it get hacked? Like all of our pictures got taken by the Russian government or some shit like that. <laughs> MySpace.ru. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. I think some great choices there, actually. And I think yeah, some are. of these might show up on our type five. So we're here to the uh, part of the really. show. No, not really. We, uh, have, we have way better taste than those <laughs> schlubs. <laughs> there are our, our, our part of the show, which uh, Robbie likes to call the meat and potatoes of the show, or the tofu and potatoes if you're a, a vegetarian. Or I'm a pescatarian or at this point. potatoes and potatoes? It's, it's the salmon... And green beans of the show. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. So so we're going to share our top five. I'm actually going to start with Drew. And, uh, your top five in reverse order, the way we, we always do it. If you can narrow it down to top five. I think earlier you were messing with me when you said you had five honorable mentions. <laughs> I think just to piss me off. <laughs> I, could, I could, but I'm not going to. So if you uh, can narrow it down to top five, sir. I'd say five. I have a uh, warrior. I think I think a jacked uh, Joel Edgerton and Tom Hardy. Like that's and and Kurt Angle <laughs> in that movie. I for- keep forgetting that Kurt Angle plays like the Fedor Emelianenko ro- role. It was like the the big Russian baddie <laughs> foreigner to go against. But that's uh, like. Probably the best MMA movie, definitely. Is that is that the movie that Tom Hardy did right before like Dark Knight Rises? When I imagine that's why it was in that large well, shape. Yeah, when people were sharing that meme of him as a as a wrestler or something. Yeah, yeah like all yeah. jacked up, but tatted up and shit oh, like yeah. that. Oh he's yeah, cool. Ma- he's massive in that movie. No, but uh, four, I have uh, Creed. 
I love that movie. I love I love the soundtrack. I love Michael B. Jordan. Uh, I really feel the they missed out that Creed the band didn't do the sound. All right, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it was no. a, like perfect marketing opportunity. No. What's this <laughs> it is a great cast. Michael B. Jordan, I think, is so underrated. Yeah. Well, now he's because Maybe of, not. because of Black Panther, he's properly. Rated. Oh, I was gonna say because of Fantastic Four, he's properly. Well, no. Be, well, <laughs> Cre- <laughs> well, because of, uh, when I saw who was directing Creed, it was like the same, or, or who was directing Black Panther, it was the same team that did Creed. I was like, oh, that movie's gonna be outstanding, and it was. <laughs> and that's why, it, because I saw it, it was like it's Coogler and Michael B. Jordan. It's like, oh, it, it'll win awards. It's fa- it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, three, I have, uh, let's see, Brian Song. I think it's the best football movie. What's his last name? Piccolo? Brian Piccolo and Gail Sayers. Gail Sayers. I just like saying his last name. Piccolo. Piccolo, 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 Piccolo My Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin you know cover why, bands. Now you know why Piccolo. DBZ's lasted so long. All right. <laughs> hey, wow. I, I take it that the rest of the room doesn't watch anime. I'm not a big, that that like, was a lead like balloon. Anime, but I'm not a big DBZ guy. Oh, wow. You're too old. No, what? No. <laughs> DBZ has <laughs> been around fucking forever. I mean, I knew DBZ. That's why earlier I was like, Piccolo? Did you say Piccolo? Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, uh, I think two, I have. Try. Unfo- he's, he's debating it right now. Between one and two, is that what's going on? Are you yeah. down to trying to flip flop him? I'm. <laughs> I think. I think two. I still have. I Raging Bull. It's okay. just, It's so damn good. <laughs> it's like, a great film. Yeah, I, I'm trying to like diversify my sports. Like because I did because if I could just do it's all, a struggle. It, it like that's the thing. It's like you could do all you could do all baseball movies easy. You could do all all football, basketball. You could though. I feel like the 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 top tier basketball movies. There's a clear drop, and that's why at number one I have the toppest tiers, and that is Hoop Dreams. Oh, okay. Ah. That is one of the best movies dealing with. A, the struggle and hoop dreams, like a pipe dream, an entire community and family just rallying around trying to get these two kids the NBA. And like education is a huge part about it and race relations in that and the fact that these two kids drove an hour and a half every day to get to this white suburban school because this was the school that like produced Isaiah Thomas, the Pistons, Isaiah Thomas. And, and love Isaiah, like, and they and they both and like they idolized him, and they were trying to be just like him, like everyone had because they because he's from inner city Chicago, like they were, and like watching, it's like well, one kid, his uh, they didn't pay for all of his tuition, so he had to go back to the public school, and his career just never took off again. And the other one, he actually got sponsored by like the the lady who was the president of the Encyclopedia Britannica. Sponsored him to stay in the public in the private school. Oh yeah, school. Jolene Britannica. Yes, uh, <laughs> but he uh, but he was able to stay in school, and he was like a McDonald. Like I don't know if it was McDonald's. He was one of the top 100 players in the country, but he got a knee injury, and he oh. in the in the late 80s, early 90s. That's a terrible thing because they they weren't able to repair a knee as well, and then he played on it too early, and it just like he went on to play at Marquette, but did not do anything. Didn't make it to the NBA. Like he eventually got some money out of the uh, 
out of the movie itself, but the fact that like, and plus that movie changed so much in because one of the one of the players that like like loves that movie and talks about it a lot, especially because he was inner city Chicago and ended up going to Marquette was Dwayne Wade. And he's talked about it, he's seen it over a dozen times. Like he watches it all the time because it came out at the time that he was growing up and learn and learning and having to navigate this this sometimes terrible things that can happen in recruitment and everything. It's a great film, man. It's a great film. That's a great top five. When you said basketball and you were saying you're number one, I thought you were going to say semi-pro. I really thought we <laughs> were going. I thought he Jackie was going, Moon. I thought he was going hmm. basketball. No. <laughs> the Academy Award winning ba- basketball. Oh, wow. <laughs> what, about, what about you? Mikey, your top five. If you can narrow it down to top five. Well, if we're going to take the Goofy movie, then, you know, Cars has got to be fitted <laughs> in here God somewhere. Cars your, that's going to be in your goddamn top five? <laughs> Have you not seen Cars? No, actually, I haven't movie. seen it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I do like cars. I've not seen. Isn't it? Uh, Owen, it, had, it had Owen Wilson. It had Larry the Cable Guy. It's in got it, Michael it Keaton in it. Wait a minute, is Michael Keaton in it? Michael Keaton's in cars. How the fuck am I? Okay, I'll go watch it tonight. I didn't know Michael Keaton was in it. This changes yes. everything. He plays. I'm sorry, chick. I can't even finish this episode. I gotta leave. <laughs> I didn't know he was in it. Seriously. Yeah. Anyway, he's Mike, the bad. He's the bad guy. You're a legitimate Michael tough. Keaton can't on. be the bad guy, except for uh, Pacific Heights. Uh, I'm going number five. I'm going with Kingpin. The bad guy oh Dumbo. <laughs> I haven't seen Dumbo yet. Don't, uh, don't. I've heard. Yeah, so go oh, by your no. review. I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> that and Lion King. I don't plan to see. Believe it. Man, or not. I really, w- I was really hoping Danny DeVito would have been like really good in that movie. He was good in the movie. Michael Keaton was hammy in the movie. They should do a film together. But it's not really <laughs> about sports anyway. Your top five, Mike. Your top five Dumbo movies. Go. Uh, <laughs> So number five was dump. Wait, what the hell was your top five? What was your number five? Kingpin. God damn it! <laughs> you got Woody Harrelson. Oh yeah. Uh, oh my god. Guy's name Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Oh my god! Such a great film. Hilarious. The Fairly Brothers. Yeah. yeah. It is a funny movie. It holds up well. It's still really, really funny. Great cast. Great cast. Uh, my number four. I'm going to go with Caddyshack. It's oh. all right. A good, good, good golf movie. Me. Yeah, great. Be, great be, go talk about great cast. Holy way shit! Better than, way it's better the best than golf two. movie another, out there. Another movie. Bill ten Murray. Ten cups, pretty good. It's like Caddyshack and movies, Ten Cup, right? Yeah. I hope all your movies have Bill Murray. Oh <laughs> uh, no! Space Jam. <laughs> I, got, I could. Go there. <laughs> I was about to say now it's just Bill Murray movies. <laughs> uh, number one is Ghostbusters. Like, wait a minute. Number three, I'm going to go Hoosiers. Nice. So I had to change it up a, a quintessential bit. movie. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. you say Quentin Tarantino. Was, no, was, I don't uh, think. Could you imagine? <laughs> well, I think I had Chariots of Fire on there earlier. I had The Natural on there earlier. I had Sandlot. Oh, shit. I like, said The Rookie earlier, and I meant The Natural. Why did I fucking say The Rookie? Same thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Different film. The fan. Um, it's a fan. That's did I, con- did I convince you earlier, Mike, that, that Chariots of Fire was a little overwrought? No, it, it, I think it's a little forgotten. Okay. I think a lot of people don't. Pe- people know the music, though. But they don't know the film, yeah. Yeah. So I think it needs. Vangelis. Yeah. Vangelis. Pretty much. Number two. Dun, 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 uh, Deuce. Number two, I'm going to go with uh, the Bad News Bears. Oh, the Bad News the old, Bears. The original. The original, the original. classic. Great, great, great cast. We're talking about great performances. Walter Matthau. Walter yeah. Matthau. Yeah. Jackie O'Haley is a little... Pain in the ass kid. Little punk ass kid. Yeah. Chatham Tanning's just 
you know, I'm not going to go do this. Okay, I guess I will because the, the, the cute guy's going going to play baseball with you. And uh, I'm a number one. I, I'm going to go with the wrestler. Oh, oh the wrestler. Movie. You mentioned it earlier. That is a great dude. Yeah. Great I mean, film. It's, a, it's a good look at uh, professional wrestling after. And the hardships of. Yeah. It's after just the, the, very the, the glory. Yeah. 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 Beautiful shot film. Great. He does. Mickey Rourke does a great job. Marissa Tomei. She wasn't in that. That was actually Mickey Rourke did double duty. Yeah, he did. He dressed <laughs> up as her. He was method acting. Yeah, he's also in Academy all the Spider Man. He's in the Spider Man movies. <laughs> so anyway, great top. That's a five. decent top five. Mike. That is a great top five. And actually, you and I may share some films in our top five. Believe it or not, I'm really. Well, I, really? I was gonna go. I was gonna go racing. They'll go a little racing heavy, but then I thought either you or Drew might go a little that way. So I was like, eh, but you uh, went like a lot of um, Some of my favorite films sports. are yeah. racing films, but if we did a top ten, yes, but top five. Well, my number one is Days of Thunder. <laughs> Cold uh, trickle. I, I don't think it is. Because <laughs> you know I love Tom Cruise. Oh, God. You were ta- talking so highly of him earlier <laughs> today. Yes, I was. Your top five, Robbie, if you can narrow it down to top five. Yeah, I can do that. Um, I got some honorable mentions. God damn it. You're within kicking distance, just so you know. <laughs> I got two honorable mentions. First of all, Over the Top, uh, a movie about oh, the, yeah. the, the struggle of being a professional arm wrestler when you're trying to um, maintain visitation rights for your child. Well, if we go, we go on honorable mentions, I got to throw in the mirror. Your time has passed, man. And kicking and screaming. Okay, okay. That's cool. That's cool. My other honorable mention is Teen Wolf, about a dude who cared so much about his team, he, he sacrificed himself and became a <laughs> werewolf. Is that before or after he went back in time and almost banged his mom? <laughs> I also really like Teen Wolf 2 with Jason Bateman. Yeah. It's a boxing film. Anything's good with Jason Bateman. My number five came out in October of 1992. It made $50.7 million. It was written by Stephen Brill and directed by Stephen Herrick. Both of those Stevens spelled their names differently. The movie is Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. I love that film, man. Like, they should lay, They should name a major league team after that. They movie. should, and they did. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, and, uh, that shows you the impact of that film. Yeah. Does it not really? Yeah. The, the Anaheim Ducks were the Mighty Ducks, and they had they shared the same logo there for a while. Not yeah. You know, you know, not in the first movie, but and then there was a cartoon. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a great cartoon, and and then an action figure line. Yeah. John. Yeah. You action know? figures. Exactly. But who honestly? Who has ever? To like Tom Hanks. Emilio Estevez is one of those people that everybody loves in Hollywood. Emilio Estevez. What a great guy. He was also just perfect for that role. Those kids were amazing. They were funny. Uh, it was great. And it's it's we were talking about the Where's underdog. We were talking about the underdog and all the sports tropes, which really kind of, I think, were almost defined in movies before, but supremely defined by Hoosiers. I think Mighty Ducks kind of perfected that for... Oh, yeah, that, that like, formula. Yeah, you know. Anyway, yeah. number four came out in June 1984, directed by Robert Mark Kamen. No, it was written by him, my bad. Okay. It was directed by John G. Aviltson, who knows who he is, right? Um, the Karate Kid. It made $91 million. I love The Karate Kid. The Underdog, movie cool. great cast. Yes, we're talking about those great games again. Great bad guy. Great bad guy. Um, Mr. Miyagi. Oh, my goodness. It, like, like I was wax talking on, about. Wax on, wax off. I, I told you Pat did one of my absolute favorite performances in a yeah. sports film, and, and it's because of this film. It's, it's absolutely amazing. And I, maybe a lot of people don't think of it as a sports film, but it is. It is. Number three is the biggest hit on my list. It made $225 million Holy back shit. in November 1976. It was written by Sylvester Stallone. And it was directed by, holy crap, John G. Adilson, the guy that directed The Karate Kid. It was Rocky. 
Did you know that? I didn't know he was the director. Yeah. Me neither. I found that out tonight. The same director did Rocky and the Karate Kid. That's wild. That is so And basketball. Wild. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, what a diverse... <laughs> Talking about the underdog again, right? Rocky is a great film. It's got a great soundtrack. It's got... It's a memorable thing. And one of the best things is the big moment, there is no last second victory. He loses. But there's grace in losing. Do you get what I'm saying? There's power in it. Yeah, and I love it's a that great film. film. It's my favorite. And in Rocky too, they race in the wheelchairs. My second one, number two, came from 1988 in June from one of my favorite writer-directors of sports films, period, Ron Shelton. It is the $58 million um, award winner. <laughs> what? Bull Durham. Bull Durham's amazing. You know, and Ron Shelton was a minor league baseball player, and they said that this is the absolute, like, Players in baseball, they say, this is the most accurate film about what it's like to be Up a until Major League 3 came out. Yeah, right. Back to the no, minors. But this is what it's like to be a baseball <laughs> player. Most baseball players have their experience in the minors. And and the movie about Kevin Costner did a great job um, as the aging catcher. And all his role is is to, to be uh, is basically to train the next generation of hot pitchers. And then you got Susan Sarandon. You just—it's such a great movie about baseball, but it's such a great movie about the players' experience, yeah, right? Yeah. I would argue though that it's not the greatest film, like the most accurate film about what it's like being a player of a sport. I would argue that is my number one. It's The Sandlot from 1993 in April. It was written by David Mickey Evans and Robert uh, Gunter, and it was also directed by David Mickey Evans, who directed two really weird sequels, of which the third one is about Luke Perry playing one of the original kids from The Sandlot and travels back in time as an adult to his childhood. Did you, what did you know, I didn't know that, that existed? existed. Why? Maybe I know, don't know. No, and we got to watch yeah. The Sandlot 3 now. You know, there's a, there's and a, then Sandlot 4, The Reckoning. Well, there's a... He goes back and he murders somebody. There's been a prequel announced. And they're also doing an, a series, like a, a TV series, with the original cast. Called The anyway, Sandier Lot. The cast of The Sandlot is great. Baseball is my favorite sport. But whether it's about baseball or any other sport, The Sandlot captures what sports mean to kids. What sports are. And most of us here probably started our love of sports as children. Right? Well, I did. I did. I played... I played... I played Little Major League. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Some people call it Little League. <laughs> whether you played Little League or you played, you know, junior, you know, Babe Ruth or Babe Ruth Junior or high school ball or college or anything like that, everybody played on the sandlot. Did you do that? Like, right? Like, you yeah. Did, we yeah. played it. We, like, that's something that, to me, that, like, the sandlot is my childhood, man. Yeah, get if your you, friends if together you throw and play in, some baseball. You throw in comic book reading, the sandlot is my childhood. That's exactly how Robbie lived from 8 to 12 years old. Like 100%. And, and I just I think it's the greatest movie because it captures the spirit of sports better than anything else to me. Were you like me when you were playing with your friends? You knew if you walked down to the store, it was hopping for me, and you got some big league chew that you'd be better at the game. No, it was corn nuts for me, my friend. You didn't do the big league chew? No, I, of course I did. <laughs> I like the grape ones. Yeah, I didn't want anything to eat, man. I was playing. I needed the... Because the, back in the day... I, I mean, actually had a thing when I was playing baseball is I would eat a candy bar before I would play. Now, my cousin... Okay, so I played baseball growing up with two of my cousins that were around the same age. We're all the Billups, right? So they called us the Billups brothers, even though I wasn't a brother, right? But we were all pretty good at our game for our age, okay? And they called my buddy... My my, my buddy. My cousin Jeff, they called him Cheeseburger because he was a little bit more, you know... Rotund. Rotund. 
Because he was and, made uh, of cheese. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he liked eating cheeseburgers, you know, before and after games. I liked eating the candy bars. And uh, our buddy, uh, our buddy, our cousin Mike, his brother, <laughs> my cousin. Anyway, he was the slender, probably the best of us, but me and Jeff could hit the ball pretty fucking far. So I like to eat a full Thanksgiving meal before I play baseball. Yeah, right. Just like a cranberry sauce. Cor- yeah, one yeah. that you just can't they, get off the couch. They called Jeff. Run. They called Jeff hamburger. They called me um, candy bar, and they called Mike Mo. I think you're making all this shit up. I'm not. Why would I make that shit? <laughs> I up? don't know. Why would you? <laughs> you know. You know what was our pregame meals for my like almost entire uh, four years of football in, in uh, at Athens. What's that? Uh, Is it a bag fr- of dicks? Fr- <laughs> yes. How do you know? Uh, fr- <laughs> freshman. Wow. By the way, uh, fr- freshman, sophomore, and senior. It was. It was like, such a clean show, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was two. It was like two McDonald's cheeseburgers because we were across the street from the McDonald's. It's like. Tr- not good. Should not be eating that before athletic yeah. competition, we, especially getting hit in the stomach. We would Protein. just we would just get food at the, the at the concession stand beforehand, and uh. I would get like a candy bar, and and I didn't know anything about like sugar and energy or anything like that. But Jeff would always get a fucking goddamn um, hamburger, and and Mike would always get like some some flower seeds or some bullshit like that, right? But <clears throat> our junior year, the year we actually won the state championship, it was the only year we were sponsored by Bojangles. Holy shit! And like we got like what was essentially like the the chicken finger dinner, and like oh, nice. the, the whole year we won the state the championship. Supremes? Yeah, the Supremes dinner, and like it was the funniest shit in the world because they sent like a Bojangles truck with us when we went to Birmingham for the state championship. So like our dinner was like cold Bojangles. Every time we won, we'd go to Little Caesars, and that was when you bought a pizza, you get two. Oh yeah, you oh, didn't have a choice in the matter. If you we buy lost, two goddamn pizzas. If we lost, snow cones. The prepackaged ones, like from the truck that drives no, by, at the like real stand, snow cones. At the concession okay. stand, and we would all get suicides, which oh, meant every every flavor. Every flavor. Yeah. Dude, Drew, we did the same thing. We did. Uh, we had Subway across the street. Eat so fresh. That's healthier. So we hit, so we, <laughs> much our, healthier. Our, our high school football was always go to Subway. Yeah. Try not to get hit crossing the uh, Bailey Cove. Not everybody made it. His team shrank. Thank you. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> we were the same way. It Our was, linebackers are losing. Yeah. They just had to cross five sixty five and get some subway. We didn't only eat the steak one. We didn't go to. We didn't go to Little Caesars. We went to Mr. Gaddy's. What the hell is Mr. Gaddy's? Mr. Gaddy's was the shit. It's gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. What was it? What kind of food is this? It was pizza. pizza. It's a pizza okay. buffet. Pizza buffet. Ooh. Video games. Helium balloons. Helium tanks just out there in the open. Toys prizes. Ooh. You can Arcade. imagine. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> So you can win tickets and get prizes, or you can just play video games. It was like a Chuck E. Cheese before middle schoolers. And a more upscale, older Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, right. What about you, John? What's your top five? I'm curious to know. Number five, uh, I'll agree with Mike. This is a great film. Bad News Bears. The original, Walter Matthau, uh, Tatum O'Neill, uh, Jackie Earl Haley. I mean, I, I'm not against the remake, but the orig- it's missing something that the original had. I love that film. It's a great film. Maybe yeah, the remake the is good though. The remake's not bad. Billy Bob Thornton does yeah. a great job, and those yeah. kids do a great yeah. job. There's nothing wrong with the film, but it also didn't seem there's. It doesn't seem like there was any reason to remake it. My like, favorite. What the hell was the point? My favorite remake of Bad News Bears is that Clerks animated series episode <laughs> yes. where they get Jay because he's in the same grade yes. and he's just beating the shit out of people, out of kids. And they got the name of the Leonardo <laughs> Leonardo Leonardo's business on the back. Yes, it's like escort service. He's yes. like, well, it's ten cents a letter, <laughs> so we can only fit escort. Like, we're not paying. For, Escort service. Uh, real quick on on the uh, bad news bears. It's it's Tan- the character of Tanner is great, and that was that's 
it was lacking from Billy Bob. Like you can, they didn't have a good Tanner Boyle, so that's what you needed. Well, as I said, I think Billy Bob Thornton did a great job. John, what's your number four? My number four is the replacement. Fuck you, Mike. By the way, the replacements with I'm uh, just kidding. I love Mike. Keanu Reeves, eight men out. Gene Hackman, Orlando Jones. Uh, what's his name? Is it Riss Rice? The guy that was the lizard. The deaf guy? Reese F and the, Briti- the Re- British Reese guy. Reese Irish guy. Oh, yes. Yes. He was in the uh, the, the Knight's Tale, right? Yeah. 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 He's, he, we- he's Welsh in the replacements. He was, he was the kicker. Yeah. He was the kicker. He was he's hilarious. He's like, this yeah. is football? <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Oh, and John Farver's in it. That's a great movie. I forget John Farver's he in sure there. He sure is. the yeah. cop. Yes. <laughs> the linebacker. Insane um, man. Number three, Caddyshack. Nice. I love Caddyshack. It's all right. Um... Rodney Dangerfield, obviously Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, and then, but even if you were a little kid, never seen it, you know that goddamn gopher. So you're telling me that Caddyshack is better than Caddyshack Two? Preposterous! I actually like, I actually do like Caddyshack Two, <laughs> but Caddyshack Two is obviously a, a what we call a cash grab in the business. Yes, but uh, dude, Caddyshack is so fucking good. It's it holds up. Film. Yeah, it holds up. It's just an enjoyable film. I'm to surprised. Watch. I thought you'd have more baseball films. I thought I had more baseball films, and there's no baseball on my list. That's not true. I'm not finished with the list. <laughs> <laughs> Number two would be Rudy. Ah. Ooh. With uh, also with John Farber. And yeah, he's maybe, got a bunch. Maybe, maybe Sean Astin's also. <laughs> he's also a football player in PCU, isn't he? Yeah. 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 He's in a lot more. Now that I go back and look at films from earlier, I'm like, he's in a lot he's of films. He's always the jock. Yeah. yeah. Um, the jock or the mobster. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, 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 or only, the sad guy that just got broken the up The only with. part PCU, of PCU, he was the, the stoner that wore the shirt. I thought he was like a football see. player because he was the well he was the powerhouse. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I just okay. The only thanks, thanks, Mike. Maybe I'm misremembering the film. Was, yeah. But the toughest part of Rudy is the very tail end when he's leaving the research lab and the demo dogs kill him and rip him apart <laughs> in front of yeah, well, <laughs> in front that, of Renata Ryder in, in front in, of Touchdown Jesus. That's in the <laughs> sequel. Oh, Rudy too. Yeah. Rudy Stranger Pooh. things too. Yeah, he has to go back in time. Uh, Rudy too. With Jay, Rudy with. With who? Jason Priestley and who was who was it? Who was in who was in that shitty sound, Sandlot sequel? Luke Perry. It was Luke Perry. <laughs> He's dead, so we should. Oh, I'm you know, sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. He was great, by the way. That does suck that Luke Perry just randomly died like that. That's crazy. He was pretty young still. Yeah. And he was on, I think. He's What's in your the, number f- one favorite <laughs> sports movie? Uh, my number one is a baseball movie. It's Major League. Of course. I just love Major League. You know, I love baseball. I'm not a big Indians fan, especially since they're like you know rivals uh, to the Tigers. But great cast, you know. You got Tom Berenger, uh, Charlie Sheen, obviously his wild thing. Corbin Burnson, Corbin love Corbin Burnson, amazing. Uh, Wesley Snipes, yeah, is uh, Willie Mays Hayes, right? He's amazing in that film. It's great. It's got such a damn good kid. And of course, we talked about Bob Uecker as the announcer, and he keeps drinking. <laughs> And uh, it's great. Actually, I even like the second one is pretty good. And the third one's okay. The third one's not bad, though. I worked at the theater at the time when the third one came out. I the watched it like 10 times. The third one's the one with Omar Epps as Willie Mays Hayes, right? Yes. Or is Wait, that the second, second one? one? Second one's it's the already... Mi- yeah, the only one I remember being in the second one... Is the second one, one back to the minors? Or no, is that's that the, the third one. one. Okay. Um, but I did yeah, like the third Snipes one. Snipes was only in the first one. Yeah, he's only in the first He was too good to come back. Yeah. Cut the check. And he was never in any other baseball movies again. Oh, wait. If y'all want to know the number of my tax account, and it's one nine hundred. Great, great cast. Great Major film. League Three's got Scott Bakula. Yeah, yeah the worst Star Trek captain. <laughs> that opening song is fucking terrible. By the way, it's been a long road. 
Um, and it's got Walter. It's actually Doggins. not a bad song. It just doesn't work for Star Trek. Anyway, we're sidetracking. And then uh, That's my a number great top five. my number zero is Michael Keaton. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Your honorable mention. That's you a good traitor. top five. Man. I'm, down, I'm down for the Michael Keaton podcast. So, major hey. League, man. I mean, how can you not like the Major League films? One's good, two's good, three's not bad. Three's actually pretty good. It's not as good as one and two, but even if I'm a baseball fan, they're just fun films. They're enjoyable. And the underdog, underdogs again, or misfits, or the the team that can't win. You know, they never will make it to the playoffs. Yeah, right? They get all those tropes for sure. What happened? What happened today with your list? Like, where did that come from? It just changed, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, because you're like, <laughs> I'm debating between Eight Men Out and Hoosiers, like, 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 and and Rocky and Raging Bull. Yeah, like yeah. it was one of those. Like, you just yeah. almost went a little lighthearted. I remembered just, that we were we were doing favorites and not best. Right, and yeah. it was just. But I thought I thought the way I, I the way the way you talked about Eight Men Out, it just seemed like that was a favorite. And well, the best. that's that's the moment I decided that we we're going to do a baseball movies podcast. Another one, and oh, then yeah. I can talk about Eight Men Out because Eight be Men Out's a great film. Can yeah, we could. A, each sports could probably definitely have its own. Yeah, and we, yeah we're, can we're I be on that one this time since I missed the first one? No, maybe. <laughs> well, can <laughs> I be on the Michael Keaton podcast then? Yeah. Anyway, we'll invite it back there's some great top fives from everybody. Um, sports movies are amazing. I want to know what your favorite sports movies is. Uh, let us know in the comments down below wherever you're listening to this. YouTube, iTunes, wherever the fuck. We Let really us know. didn't cover soccer, so I'm interested to hear some soccer yeah. fans. Bend or, it like Beckham. Yeah, or football, if they call it in some weird yeah. countries. Bend it like Beckham. Or is there another? <laughs> anyway. Challenge soccer. Ladybugs with uh, Rodney yeah, Dangerfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicking and screaming. Yeah, kicking and screaming. Yeah, we, actually, we actually mentioned I wrote some. that in at the last minute, but then changed it. Back. Okay, that's nice. That's nice. But anyway, I really want to do a final thoughts real quick, Mike. To our listeners, whatever you want to say, your final thoughts about sports movies. Uh, if. Even if you're not a sports fan and a movie fan, you still need to watch them. They still hold their place in in cinema history uh, and storytelling. So that's pretty much absolutely. What I Thank you for being here. What about you, Drewski? Like I said, the, the sports is instant drama, and even the dumb ones can still be fun. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I like better than sports movies is sports. The album by Huey Lewis in the news. Great album. <laughs> it's a fantastic I album. I want a new drum. You should listen to it. And also, you guys need to watch some baseball. And if you don't like watching on TV, go to a game. It's way better in person. Right, John? It is, dude, it's so amazing to go to the park and experience that. Bring extra money for food and drinks. They have the best food. The ballpark has the best damn food. Get some hot dogs. Yeah, get some hot dogs. Get some get, beer. Get some beer. Get some. Uh, get some sunflower seeds. Uh, some peanuts. Some cracker jacks. Some popcorn. What's the? What's the? Weird cake thing that's got the powdered sugar on it. Funnel cake. Funnel cake. <laughs> the weird cake I forgot, thing. I forgot. The one that's shaped like a funnel. <laughs> What's that called? I was going to say. You if just go to a fair to get that. Nah, everything's better at the ballpark. You're right. So uh, I'm excited, too, that we're getting a, a go new trash team. Go Trashpandas. Yeah, getting a new team yeah. here. Um, next episode, make sure to tune in. Uh, Michael Keaton episode. No, it's 60 sci-fi. Michael Keaton's on like a bunch of that, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. So we're talking about our favorite, uh, favorite movies. But we're also going to talk about 60s sci-fi television shows. So we're going to branch out and a little maybe bit. maybe even some comic books. Maybe. Dun, Too bad dun, comics dun. weren't created till the 70s. <laughs> so so tune in, all things 60s sci-fi. Um, I think it would be a cool episode. It's a cool concept. And I think we're going to cover a lot of bases. Lots of theremin. Lots of, yes. Um, and Robbie's uh, give me the sign that I need to sign a small hammer. That, no, that was what? my that was my air theremin. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what's going. On. I don't know what that was. Okay, well, okay. Well, 
I think we're done here, guys. Yes, I'm, we are. <laughs> I got, I'm going to get going. My uh, my car is running and parked on the top of a steep hill, and it's in neutral, so <laughs> it's going <laughs> to have to roll on this hill. But we appreciate you tuning in for sports, so tune in next time on the same uh, sports channel, the same sports time, and we'll be talking about 60 Sci-Fi. <laughs>